Hey sister, hey, I am just so beyond blessed and grateful that I get to spend time with you every single week in this podcast where we're going to grow together in our faith and in our fitness journeys. We're going to be reminded each and every week of the truth God says about us and our bodies and honoring our temples, which honors him in return right? That being the focus of our fitness journey. In motherhood, we're going to talk mom life. We're going to talk faith. We're going to talk fitness. We're going to talk nutrition. We're going to dive into all of that, but God is always going to be the center of it all and grace because we all know we need a lot more of that because this is hard stuff. It is hard to put our faith in fitness at the first and the forefront of our journeys in this life as mamas and as women as all the different hats we wear. I am no expert. I'm just a fellow sister in Christ that is just so freaking passionate of helping you to remember what a gift your body is and how we can treat it as a temple. Let's get it. Let's go. Hey, sister. Hey, just blessed to spend some more time with you this week. It is a new week. It's a new day and we have a new topic to discuss today. Something that is also very important as usual as every other week. A lot of the topics that um, I chat with you about and that we discuss here have actually been brought to me from you. Like they are concerns, they are struggles, they are questions, something you're just trying to work through and something the Lord's placed on your heart or something you are struggling with. And I want to be able to help you navigate that. Today we're going to be navigating the mom guilt and the wife guilt of utilizing that time to work on our health and fitness. Like how do we navigate that guilt that comes up? Because, you know, we're taking time away from our kids. We're taking time away from our spouse or we're asking our spouse to help with the kids while we're working on our fitness. A lot of times this guilt can creep up on us and I want to help us get through this. I want to be able to share some things with you and some tips and tricks and some of my testimony with this, because honestly, I've struggled with this myself to be completely vulnerable and real. Um, my husband wants nothing to do with fitness right now in his life. And that is totally okay. That's, it's not something that he's passionate about. It's not something that he enjoys. I'm not going to push that on him. I know what it's done in my life and I know the transformation and the impact that it's made in my life and the catalyst that has been in my life. However, he's not to that point. And so sometimes there can be some disconnect there. My husband was very active all through high school, um, very active even after high school, was in the Marines and went through boot camp. The Marines killed him and he literally hates exercise because of that. And I, I, I totally understand that because that is not that was not something he wanted to do. That was something they were forced to do. And so, and it's not fun exercise, right? That is not something they enjoy doing. So I get that. It's not something that he prioritizes right now. It's not something that he likes, but that is okay. We don't push that on our spouses. That's not, that's not a thing that I would ever encourage. However, what happens when a spouse marries another spouse that is super involved with fitness and it is a huge passion of theirs and they continue, then their love for it continues to grow. It continues to help them navigate through life, life things and life issues and, and struggles. And that ends up being a, a time of prayer and worship in their life. And they really feel connected to the Lord th- during that time. There can sometimes be some disconnect because we don't understand each other in our thinking when it comes to that. And so I'm going to help us kind of like navigate through that. And also that mom guilt of taking time away from your kiddos that we can allow ourselves to feel that I think I'm going to show you here in a second. But sister, that is from the enemy. That guilt There is a big difference between being extremely self-absorbed and extremely selfish and taking 
tons and tons and tons of time, hours and hours and hours and hours at the gym or working out or never being present with your kiddos or always putting them to the side and always putting exercise in front of them, that is completely different than what we're talking about. That, I would say, would need some redirection and you really need to pray on that because you probably have made fitness an idol in your life and your priorities are a little mishap. You know what I'm saying? So that can be kind of on the selfish side if we're so absorbed that literally our family's always being put on the back burner. But I don't think this is the case for you. I think you are struggling personally with even taking 20, 30, 40 minutes out of your day and caring for your temple and it actually impacting your family's energy and motivation and discipline and showing them perseverance and the hard work ethic and you actually having more patience and less stress and feeling emotionally, you know, stable and just feeling really, really good and confident in Christ and all of these things that come with exercise and how it can be such a catalyst. You're, you're feeling bad about even doing that. Like having that 30 minutes a day to yourself to work on your temple. You're feeling bad about that. So let's talk about this real quick. That little voice, that, that guilt, let, let's see. When God talks to you, this is what you will feel. This is what he does for you. He stills you. He leads you. He, he reassures you. He enlightens you. He will encourage you. He comforts you. He calms you. He healthily convicts you. When it's Satan's voice, when it's the enemy's voice, this is what happens. He rushes you, he pushes you, he frightens you, he confuses you, he discourages you, he worries you, he has you obsessed. And the last one, he condemns and causes extreme guilt. So where do you think this voice of feeling guilty as a mom or as a wife because you're caring for your temple and you have the right intentions. Lord, I, Lord, I have the right intentions. My heart is has the right heart set. I am just, I'm just feeling guilty because it's taking time away from my kids. I'm not, you know, being at their beck and call every five seconds. I'm not, um, I'm asking my husband for help with the kiddos while I do my workout or while I go on a run or while I go on a walk or whatever you're doing for exercise, while I lift weights, yoga, whatever it is, whether you go to a gym or it's at home, if you're asking your spouse, you're asking someone else, you have that guilt. Do you think the Lord would be placing that on your heart? Or do you fully believe and know that it's the enemy because he would love everything more, like everything. He would absolutely love to make sure that you do not step into the very person that Christ is trying to create you and transform you to be. The very best version of yourself. Because through this fitness, you'll start having more energy, you'll be more motivated, you can be more disciplined, you can show your kids what hard work ethic looks like and discipline and um, being set in a routine and it just being a part of your family lifestyle and your kids seeing all that and they could become healthy and care for their temples and they can start loving their body in a very healthy way, in a very healthy manner. And so why would the enemy like you to do any of that, right? He, he wants everything against that. He wants to destroy your self-image. He wants to destroy your self-confidence. He doesn't want you to work on caring for your temple. He wants you to destroy it. He wants you to damage it. He doesn't care about it. So of course he's going to inflict guilt on your heart and on your mind because he knows you love your children. He knows you love your spouse and you want to make sure that you, that you are doing everything you're supposed to be doing so you can be the quote unquote good mom, the quote unquote good wife, right? So he puts this guilt on your heart. Remember that that's not from, that's not from the Lord. Okay. 
So a couple of questions, four questions quickly, I want you to ask yourself. Number one, have you prayed about this guilt that you are feeling? Have you asked the Lord where it's coming from? Have you asked him to take it from you? Have you asked him to make sure that you're reminding yourself that guilt is not from him, healthy conviction is from him? Now, maybe you feel a little bit, a little healthy conviction because your child really wanted to do something with you, you know, a very special thing, but you put your work out in front of that and you already had this planned with your child, but you put your work out in front of that because you didn't get it done first thing in the morning like you're scheduled to do. That's a little bit different than telling Tommy or telling Susie, hey, at 7 a.m., mommy's working out, but we'll make sure to do your, your activity later. And, and you have that planned and, and, and communicated. That's the next thing I'm going to go into. And communicated with them ahead of time. You're not pushing them aside. You're not saying they don't matter. You're just making it a very routine thing that mommy works out at 7 a.m. Or mommy works out at 5 a.m. Or mommy works out at 7 p.m. Whatever works for you and your family. Ask the Lord to help you pray on that. And see where that guilt is coming from. Because if it's coming from the enemy and it's simply because he does not. And there literally is no rhyme or reason why you feel guilty. Or why that that, that is just being on your heart and on your mind. For you to take care of your body. Because it's so freaking good for you. Mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Not just physically. But those other things. It's so good for a mom to move her body. To get those endorphins flowing. To make sure her blood is pumping. To get her heart going. To get her lungs working. It's so good for you. To get those muscles working. God created us to move. It's so good for you. And you're doing such a good benefit for your kiddos. So pray on it. Have you prayed about it? Have you prayed about the plan? Have you prayed about discipline? Have you prayed about motivation? Have you prayed about your family during this journey? Because they're a part of it. They're impacted, right? Have you prayed on it? That's the first question. The second question is, have you, have you communicated it? And what I mean by this is, have you communicated with your spouse the when, the why, and the how? Have you communed, communicated with them why you are on this health and fitness journey and why it's so important to you because you really want to prioritize making sure you're caring for your temple in this way and honoring your temple in this way by moving and exercising it and loving it so that it can honor the Lord. Have you communicated that with him? Have you communicated with him when you're going to be doing these things so that it aligns with your schedule? with your family schedule, because it does impact them. Whatever time that you're doing this, it will impact them. It'll impact the kids. It'll impact your spouse. Maybe you'll have to ask your spouse for some help with the kiddos and that's okay, but you need to make sure you're communicating that with him. So it's not, is it all all of a sudden sporadic and they just all of a sudden, oh my gosh, now I need, I need to drop what I'm doing because she needs help. Or are you setting up times with your spouse? Okay, this is when I'm going to be working out. This is when I'm going to the gym. This is when I'm going on a run. Is there any way you can just have some time with the kiddos just during that time? Okay? Make sure you're communicating with them. They can't read your minds. Just like we can't read theirs. I, I, I wish I could. There are times where I really wish, and then there's times where I wish I couldn't read the, his mind. But there are times where I wish I could read his mind, but we can't. Then assumptions will occur. Tension will build up. Maybe there'll be some miscommunication and some struggle and fight there. I don't know. But communication is key. And with your kiddos, continue to communicate with them. Mommy works out at 5 a.m. in the morning. That's just what our routine is. For my kiddos right now in this season, 
John knows, and, and Dax kind of, he'll eventually get up, but John usually gets up with me because I can't get him to go back to sleep once I'm up. He's up too. So I tell him, mommy's going to work out now. I'll get your tablet or I'll, I'll get the TV on for you while you cuddle in bed still because he's still tired at 5 a.m. for Pete's sakes. He's three. I'll get him his breakfast. I'll get him settled with some juice or with water or milk. And he'll sit there and he'll do his thing and mommy will do hers. And then we get ready for school. Like it just has become a part of our daily family routine. They know. They know when I work out. And sometimes it's a little different because, you know, life happens. But for the majority of the time, my family knows. When I go on my runs, I ask my husband, hey, if you're working at home today during John's nap, is it okay if I go out for a run? He is very supportive of that because I've communicated to him how important it is for me to go on those runs, how important it is for me to do that daily lift in the morning. And when I go on my run, he knows that that's a really spiritual, mental and emotional time with me and the Lord. He knows that because I've communicated that with him. And he is very supportive of that. His prayer time, the time that he spends with the Lord, he takes very, 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 very long showers. And that is his prayer time. Like that's, that's, a, that's a special time for my husband. And that may sound silly, but that is, that is the time that he's picked. And he'd probably be embarrassed if he knew that I shared that. But that's his time. My time is a 20 or 30 minute run. It just is. My showers are usually like five seconds because we don't have really a lot of time as moms to shower, right? Because our kids are trying to get in there and all the things. But that's just, that's a side note. Number three, this is a hard one. It's kind of a, it's kind of a truth love, okay? So num- the number three question I want you to ask yourself is you taking 30 to 40 to even 50, 60 minutes, you taking that time each day. Is that harming your children or your spouse in any way? If you're taking 30 minutes to move your temple for the glory of Jesus and the honor of him, worshiping him with your body by moving it and exercising it because you're caring for your temple that he's given you and gifted you. Is that harming them? The answer is no. It's not harming them. Obviously, if there's no one home with your kids and you go out for a 30-minute run and you leave them alone, that's harming them. Don't do that. But I'm saying, like, if there's someone there supervising, if your spouse is aware of what's going on, if you've communicated it, you've prayed about it, everyone is on the same page, is it harming them for you to take a little bit of time for you, mom? I the, So what I want to go into now is, yes, we are called and it is biblical it is biblically stated that we are to first love God and serve him first. Secondly, love others and love and serve them secondly. And then thirdly, it comes us, right? After everyone else, it comes us. However, I don't think God's heart intention and what he means by that is that you neglect your health, that you neglect your emotional well-being, your mental well-being, your mental health, and you neglect all of your personal and, and spiritual and emotional and mental and physical needs, that you neglect all of that and put everything in front of it. Because what happens, like just like an airplane, you put a mask on, you first, right? So you can get the oxygen so you can help others if it's crashing. If you don't do that and you pass out, what help are you to others? I listened to another podcast and I really love it. Um, it's called, I think, Barbell, Bible and Barbells or something, I think. I absolutely love her, though. I just started listening to it. I found her, here, I found her on Instagram. Um, Bible and Barbells or something like that. But it's really good. It's, it's a faith-based podcast. She is very into fitness as well. Obviously, we, we connect there on that level. But I love her. 
She said something the other day that made so much sense to me and it was a huge, huge light bulb moment. And I totally agree with it. Culture today has this has this meme, has this saying, has this thing that we say all the time about you can't pour from an empty cup, mamas. You can't pour from an empty cup, which I totally agree with that to a point. But I totally also agree with her saying, but shouldn't we come each day with an empty cup because we are fully dependent on Christ and everything that he is going to give us in that day? Shouldn't we show up every day with an empty cup because he's going to fill it? And I thought that was so powerful. Think about that for a second. It was kind of confusing to me for a second. Yes, we can't pour from an empty cup, but we do need to come empty each day because God's going to fill that cup because we want to be completely dependent on him. Okay. So what she's basically saying is the whole, we can't, we can't pour from an empty cup that can be twisted in culture and society today to then where we are putting ourselves before everything and everyone else all the time, because it can get misconstrued. Like it becomes skewed. Does that make sense? It becomes way on the other opposite end of the spectrum. And we end up going way overboard with it and saying, well, I can't pour from an empty cup. Well, are we being a little bit selfish though? Like that's where discernment comes in. Okay. You spending 30 minutes a day to make sure that you are more patient, less stressed out, decompressed, praying, spending time with the Lord, worshiping with your body by, by exercising and honoring the Lord through that. That is not you being selfish. That's actually you. And that can be you going like in my workouts, I'm going to the Lord. A lot of times I'm praying to him. I'm crying to him. I'm talking to him. And that's a way that I do allow him to fill me. I'm going to him with an empty cup and he's fulfilling me so that I can overflow to my family, to those, those things that are helping me in my spiritual walk, my, my fitness walk, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, all those things. The, that fitness is a catalyst for me that's also allowing my cup to get filled and it's overflowing into my family because I'm less stressed, I'm less impatient, I'm not as irritable, and I have a peace and a calm and a satisfaction, a fulfillment because I've spent, I've connected with the Lord in that way. I've moved my body. I've got those good endorphins going, you know, all those things that are so, so good for us. It helps strengthen me, helps strengthen me in my perseverance, helps strengthen me in my discipline, my motivation, my energy, so that I can become and be the very best version of myself for my kids and for my spouse. Does that make sense? Okay. The other segment after this number three is, is, is it harming your spouse or your children? I just want to bring up, and this may be a little bit of truth, love too. Your kids have two parents for a reason. <laughs> there is no harm in your spouse spending one-on-one time with your kids while you take 30 to 40 minutes to yourself to work on your fitness. To fulfill that cup. <laughs> to make sure that you're going to the Lord. To have that one-on-one time with the Lord where no one's needing you. No one's pulling you all the time. And there are lots of times... Y'all watch my stories on, on Instagram and on Facebook. You will see often my kids are, my kids are writing on me. My kids are hanging from me. I'm doing, I'm doing pushups sometimes with John trying to climb on my back. I'm, I'm doing lunges and squats and all those things when I'm, and I'm holding him. Like they're going to have, you're going to have those workouts too. But I'm talking like if, if, if like you're asking your spouse and you're having that guilt because they're helping you because either you go to a gym or you do go run or something, or you go on a walk and you're having that guilt, sister, what harm is it? If you're with your kids all the time, what harm is it to ask your spouse, Hey, can you watch them for just 30 minutes for me? 
You're giving them and gifting them an opportunity to have one-on-one time with your children, which is very important, in my opinion, and healthy. You don't have to be the go-to all the time. And there's no reason for you to feel guilty for not being that go-to for a half hour to an hour a day or whatever your workout schedule looks like, okay? And then the second thing under number, under number three As I just talked about this, it gives them the opportunity to spend that one-on-one time with them. And what a blessing. You're taking that, you're taking that from your spouse when you feel so guilty and then you don't ask them. That could be such a special time, not only for your spouse, but for your kids to have that one-on-one time with daddy. Or if you're a male listening to this podcast, which I don't think we have very many that listen to the podcast that are male, but if you are a male and you ask your wife, hey, can you do this one-on-one time with them? Or can you do this project with them? Or can you read to them while I go do this for a little bit? Like... You're stripping that blessing from her by, by being able to have just that one-on-one time with your kiddos, okay? Number three, it'll help you. I've already went over this, but it'll help you decompress. It'll help you de-stress. It'll help you be at peace. It'll help you feel rejuvenated and motivated and energized for your next day, for the next activity, for the next family event, for the next bedtime story, whatever it is that you have coming up next in your day and your routine, it'll, it'll boost you. Okay. So don't feel guilty about this. It's not harming your kids. It's not harming your spouse for you to take that time. And number four, are you self-inflicting? This is the next question I want you to ask yourself. Are you self-inflicting that guilt? Or is, or, or is your spouse or your kids literally saying something to you and that's why you're feeling guilty and that's when you need to have a conversation with them. But I think a lot of times, a lot of times we automatically are just feeling guilty and no one has said anything to us. Most of the time, my husband has not said a dang thing to me about when I go out for a run, when I ask for his, his help with the kids or when I ask, Hey, is there any way you can preoccupy them for just my, my last five minutes of my workout? I'm just trying to get through this workout without pausing it five or six more times. Do they ever make you feel guilty? Or are you just, are you just pushing that on yourself? Are you automatically assuming and you're automatically feeling guilty about it? Because that's not, that's not a them problem then, or that's not like that. That is a you problem. We need to eliminate that guilt. And remember that that is coming from the enemy. Are you self-inflicting it or are they saying something or making you feel a certain way? And really, no one makes us feel a certain way. We allow them to make us feel a certain way. That's a whole nother podcast, whole nother story. I still really struggle with that. I'm no expert on that. But if they are saying some things, have a discussion about it. Ask them why they're feeling the way that they are feeling, okay? Work it out. Pray about it. Again, go back to number one. Pray about it communicate about it. Number two. Number three, is it harming them or is it harming your spouse? Is it harming your children or is it harming your spouse? And if it's not, girlfriend, eliminate the guilt. There are going to be some times where you just have to let the guilt go. And I've had came to these points where I have had to just leave the guilt go. It is not going to cause any issues or harm or cause destruction for my spouse to spend 30 minutes with my kids when I am not there. If I'm out on a run. If my spirit needs it, if my spirit needs to be connected with Christ in that way, and honestly, I think I've mentioned this before, but those runs are no longer physical needs for me. That is a spiritual, emotional, and mental thing for me. I don't know how to explain it. I just experience his presence. I experience his peace. I experience, I get the most creative and most energized and most driven when I am on a run. And I feel him so powerfully. I feel the Holy Spirit so much and his voice. I don't know how else to explain it. And then number four, Are you 
self-inflicting the guilt or is someone saying something to you? But if you're self-inflicting it, just quit it. Just stop. Just give that to God. Tell the enemy to get in the freaking back seat. Get behind me, Satan. (laughs) No more, Satan. Not today, Satan. It's not going to cause harm for you, sis. It's actually going to benefit your family so, so much. And a lot of times as moms, because we want to be doing enough, because we don't think we're doing enough, because we think we need to be doing more and more and more and more and more, we forget that sometimes that's stripping us of being a, being more of a blessing to our children, being more of a, being more of a blessing to our husbands because we're giving part of ourselves or the leftovers of ourselves because we're just doing more, 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 more all the time. And we're not refilling. We're not refueling right? Okay. I hope, I hope this was beneficial. I hope this spoke some truth to you. I hope that you felt this in your heart, in your head, in your spirit. And I hope that you can utilize these questions. I hope that you can come back to this episode. And whenever you're feeling this guilt, come back to this over and over again. And if it spoke to you, share it with a girlfriend. If you've had this conversation with another family member or a girlfriend, share it with them because they need to hear this too. There's a reason you needed to hear it. And maybe God wants them to hear it too. And it can get to them through you. You can make a kingdom impact by letting them discern and helping them learn and helping them know how to discern, okay, God's healthy conviction or Satan's shame and guilt and condemnation. Because if we're experiencing that shame and guilt and condemnation, that is from the enemy. That is not from the Lord. Share this episode with them. Remember, God stills you, leads you, reassures you, enlightens you, encourages you, comforts you, calms you, convicts you. But Satan, he rushes you, pushes you, frightens you, confuses you, discourages you, worries you, obsesses you, condemns and guilts you. That's not from the Lord. Share this with someone. And if you love this podcast today, also don't forget to subscribe on Apple or on Spotify, wherever you're listening. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. I try to make sure there's an episode every Wednesday at 5 a.m. Randomly, we'll have bonus episodes on Fridays, but every Wednesday at 5 a.m., a new episode will drop for you. So if you want to make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe today, write a review, rate the podcast if it really made somewhat of an impact for you. I would absolutely love to connect with you over on Instagram, over on Facebook, over on TikTok. I'm on all the platforms. Would love to connect with you in some way, shape, or form. And I'm just so blessed you are here. And as always, girlfriend, let's get it. Let's go. Let's make this week a great one. Bye-bye.